sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. What exactly is the good news of Jesus Christ? Why is it news and what makes it good? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald, your host, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, if you have ideas for future episodes, talk, topics that you would like us to discuss, please contact us. The easiest way to do that is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. I'm joined in studio once again by, by joined by, with, across the table from, Renee Kranz. <laughs> Hi, Renee. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. You hanging in there? I'm hanging in there. We're recording um, this mid-January, but it's airing. People are listening to it on the 1st of February. So oh, okay. it's already like January's getting, done as people are hearing this. And it's getting lighter outside every day. It's getting, it is. <laughs> Starting, when did it start? That started on December 21st. Ish, or yeah, ish, yeah. Ish, Usually ish. 20th, 21st. The winter. Winter solstice. Oh, you're pretty quick. Yeah, I actually do know. You know your meteorology. <laughs> yeah. So, <ooh. laughs> um, uh, briefly, because people have probably heard, um, hopefully have heard you on the show before. Mm -hmm. Brief introduction. And I like that you do your. Uh, I was trying to, <laughs> my little, your, my little uh, new thing. Yeah, new thing. I was trying thing. to think of something today. Okay. Uh, Renee Kranz. I am the interim communications director for the diocese. Um, married to Ryan for 18 years. Um, the thing I would say about me today is, okay, so I was born in Watertown, lived in Watertown until I was about in sixth grade. And then um, we moved to Castlewood, just a little south. And uh, from there, uh, went to school there, finished, graduated high school, and then went to SDSU. Woot, woot. That's, that's, that's see, what I that, got. And uh, there was something, you said Castlewood. Yeah. Castlewood. And that reminded me of something that I noticed just today in your office. That's what I thought you were going to share. <laughs> the joke what happened thing. in 1990, <laughs> Renee? So, okay. So Dr. Kranz. Bergwald has all of these nice things hanging on his wall. He got this doctorate, all these great uh, They're uh, called diplomas. Diplomas, things like degrees. And I was like, when I first started here, I'm like, I'm going to bring my stuff in. <laughs> Well, of course, my stuff is my degree from SDSU, which is in journalism, not a doctorate. And I have this super fancy award as, uh, what was it, All-State Journalist um, in 1990. All-State Journalist. All journalist. I didn't know that was a thing until uh, I saw it. I think it. they might even still do that. I'm not sure. Okay. But that's through the South Dakota Newspaper Association. Yeah. So it was a real award. Great. Congratulations. Yeah. Woo! 31 <laughs> like years later. 31 years later. So... This actually is a perfect segue into our topic for today. Do you okay. know why? What do journalists tell us about, Renee? They report the... The news. The news. And what are we talking about today? The good news. The good news <laughs> of Jesus Christ. So um, this is, the, I think this is one of those topics, our, our, our theme lately flowing from Bishop's vision is... Lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. So mm -hmm. the bishop of the diocese of Sioux Falls, uh, Bishop Donald DeGrood, um, as as we discussed recently on an episode with Father Scott, um, Bishop in prayer had this sense that the Lord uh, was sort of giving through him to us 
um, this vision for the work of the diocese for the next, well, indeterminate future. <laughs> right. Um, Until everybody is a uh, disciple. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be at this for a while. Um, forming lifelong, lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. Uh, so discipleship is about following Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and following Jesus Christ that sort of entails awareness of and living out and sharing with others the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But in my experience, Renee, my own personal experience, for myself, and then just as I've worked with, talked with countless Catholics, not only in our diocese but across the country, um, sometimes we're not real clear on what the gospel of Jesus Christ is. Like we know, if I said to you, Renee, what are the four gospels? You would say, I would say, I probably won't say them in order, but Luke. Mark, Matthew, and John. Right. Um, yes, you did not say them in order. I know. But that's enough. <laughs> Did we even get the first one right? Matthew, Luke is first, right? No, Matthew's first? No, oh, shoot. No. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are for the Gospels. If I said to you, Renee, what is the Gospel of Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. Do you know how you would answer that question? Uh, I would answer that as his teachings, I guess. Okay. That's okay. how I would answer. Okay. So um, I think a lot of Catholics, though, and the reason, especially when I think of many of our Protestant brothers and sisters, especially evangelical Protestants, mm-hmm. if you said, what is the gospel of Jesus Christ? Many of them would have. They'd have an all, ele- elevator speech. Uh, but they yeah. would have a, a, a really succinct um, they're able to state in a, in a quick fashion what the good news of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. But we as Catholics, that's that's just something that, Okay, this is not like a universal, like it's always been this way thing. But right now, for us, at least as American Catholics, we're not able to articulate in again, sort of an right. off the cuff, quick way. It's not. It's not sort of imprinted in our in our mind, our heart, our being the way it is for some other Christians. Right. So I, I think though that that that's an unfortunate reality that that needs to be addressed because. Um, <laughs> We read from the Gospels mm-hmm. at Mass, yeah. and we say the Gospel of the Lord, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. What are we, like, what is the Gospel? I know it's these four documents, but what is the good news of Jesus Christ? If we are called to be missionary disciples and share the good news of Jesus Christ with others, it's important that we know what it is. You're probably right. <laughs> so we, we, a couple weeks ago, we talked about why evangelize. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this was one thing we, we, we talked about a number of points under that, but this is definitely related to them. Sharing with other people the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, is a really important when you're doing in, how to evangelize or what is evangelization. That's what it is. And speaking of which, so think now I want to, I'm going to test your ability to oh, imagine. No. Oh, to really imagine. So, okay. So see in your mind, Renee, the word evangelize for a moment. Got it? Uh-huh. Uh, do you see another word, another word within the word evangelize? Uh, angel. Angel. Yeah. Right. What's an angel? A messenger. Right. Yeah. So the word evangelize itself means to share the good news. E-V or E-U in Greek, euangelion. The good news, mm-hmm. uh, angel, messenger, message you for is the prefix in, in Latin uh, in Greek and then EV in Latin good message so what is the good message of Jesus Christ how would you say what is the good message you, you already said one but I periodically I'm gonna okay. just see as I ask you if you've got anything else to another yeah. another spin on it because there's yeah. more than one way 
Right. Kind of to answer the question. So probably if I'm thinking about how a Protestant might answer this, okay. I would say um, that Jesus came to save us. He died for our sins. And now we actually have a the opportunity to join him in heaven. Okay. So what you're doing there is offering sort of like a summary. Right. Of the whole, because the four gospels are, I mean, they're called gospels and they're long documents mm-hmm. that you can just, you can't just state it in one sentence. Right. So what, what's a summary of that? And, and the technical word for that, and some listeners may have heard of the word kerygma. Have you ever heard of the word kerygma? Does that mean anything I to have, you? I uh, have. Yeah. But no. So the kerygma <laughs> is sort of like a summary. It's like the, the heart of um, what the gospel is. Okay. So it's a summary statement of, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the way that you just articulate it is, is one way to do that, but we're going to come back to the kerygma in a little bit. So, um, just as a way into this, though, I want to go back to the whole, the segue, the great segue from your awesome, um, all state <laughs> journalist <laughs> award. Uh, what is news journalist Renee? In an everyday, <clears throat> ordinary, secular sense. Things that are happening. Things that are happening. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that happens, mm-hmm. though. The news doesn't tell us everything no. that happens. No. I would say then things that are that are happening that affect a wide range of people. Okay. And when are they happening? Now, usually. Now. Yeah. Or if maybe it's they, news. Or, 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 or maybe so whether it's, it's a, if we're talking about like a daily newspaper, since the last issue came right. out, or maybe it's a big enough story, it's continuing on. Right. Um, if it's if it's a weekly magazine or a monthly magazine like the Bishop Bulletin, mm-hmm. since the last issue right. came out, with twenty four hour cable news and internet, there's sort of a, the that last world. Minute. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and here's what's new in the last yeah <laughs> ten seconds. So news is what's happening, and it affects or. Would you, is that what you, do you say effect? How would you put it? Yeah, it it basically yeah it affects a wide number of people. Right. So so if I came in and said, Renee, I've got news. I just had tuna cheese and a banana for lunch. It's not it, news, Chris. It's not news because it doesn't really matter. To <laughs> right. Right. Anybody. It mattered to you and maybe the person who made it for you if someone right. else made it. Right. 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 So so that's news in an, in in a in an ordinary everyday sense. So. Thinking now about our faith and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Gospel, by the way, is just comes from an old English word that means good news. So the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, is the proclamation of news. So the proclamation of something that has happened that matters to many of us. And, and, and of course, good. It's good news. Like, mm-hmm. there's bad news and yes. too much news Plenty is bad news. <laughs> But the good news of Jesus Christ. So news, it's the proclamation, the announcement of something that's happened. Now, in this case, it's not uh, in the last day or week or month. It's Mm -hmm. something that happened, but that has implications for me and for you, for those affected, which is ultimately, in this case, everybody, affected by it even now. Right. So... The good news of Jesus Christ, it's, it's, it's about the proclamation of something that has happened. When we share our faith, though, I think, um, so th- I'm thinking of like Catholics who, who take, we take our faith very seriously and we desire to share it with others. It's really good for us, uh, sorry, it's really easy for us to skip over the good news okay. and go straight to what some call the good advice. Oh, 
does it mean to be a Christian? Well, it means you go to mass. It means you read the Bible. It means you pray. It means you love those around you. Those are all true things. Mm -hmm. They are. To be a Christian entails doing those things. But the heart of our faith is not about what I do or what you do, but it's about what God has done and is doing for me, for you, for us today. What he's done in the past and how that matters and what he is still doing through that, in a sense, for us today. So norm, so, so too often, it's really easy for us to talk about, this is what it means to, to this is how you pray well, this is how you study the Bible. We're going to be talking about that actually next week. Um, this is how you grow in understanding, and da, 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 but that's all how to. That's all advice on how to be a better Christian. Mm-hmm. And that's all, again, that's part of our faith, but that's not news. When, when I'm telling you news, I'm telling you something that's happened that matters to me. That looks like you have a question. Yeah. Well, no, not a question, but but when you were first starting this, I'm thinking, okay, why why did we as American Catholics kind of forget how to talk about this? Right. But I think it just dawned on me as you're saying that, that we're so worried about telling everybody how we do it instead of who does it for us or right. who, who it all came from. And that's maybe how we lost it. I, I, lost I think the, the knowledge of that. We're just not, for some reason, just the way history has unfolded for us today. Again, I don't think it's true of Catholics everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not true of Catholics forever. Right. It's, it seems to be at least an American Catholic thing where most of us, when you talk about the, our faith, we don't immediately think about it in the context of what God has done and is doing for us. Right. We tend to think about our our response mm-hmm. to that. So again, that's kind of the, the the summary for that is for that I use is we skip the good news and go straight to the good advice. Yeah. And it is good advice. Right. It's important to know how to pray and study the Bible. But the advice isn't going to have any impact if they don't understand the good news. Exactly. Yeah. So it begins with a proclamation of the good news um as 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 and then we talk about the the response to the good news and that's the quote unquote good advice mm-hmm. so i just want to pause here in case you're just tuning in my name is chris berg well you're listening to ignition uh we are talking today i'm talking with renee kranz today about the gospel of jesus christ the good news of jesus christ what exactly it is why it's news why it's good why it matters okay so um the good news, the gospel, is not about what I do or we do. It's mm-hmm. what, about what God has done for us. Mm-hmm. So if you think about the gospels, okay. what has God done for us? He sent his son to live among us, to teach us what to do. Tell us what to do. <laughs> Advise us what to do. Um, Boy, be, be swell. the example. Just be really swell, Jesus said. In the, if you Just would do Just be nice this. to everybody. Yes. Um, and then he gave his life for us so that we might be saved. Right. So this is where actually um, some, frankly, there's one Protestant scholar in particular that I'm thinking of where he points out that in some ways that his Protestant brothers and sisters have reduced the gospel too much. And he's the one who sort of made the point to me. Actually, there are a couple Protestant scholars uh, who, who, when I was reading their work, they're the ones who reminded me um, of the, the gospel there's a, these four documents in the New Testament that start the New Testament mm-hmm. that get in, go in an order that you can't remember. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> happy to throw you under the bus. I know. Repeatedly. <laughs> do, 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 do. 
that they're called gospels for a reason. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like sometimes it gets like almost too like uh, reduced mm-hmm. to Jesus's death on the cross. Right. Well, the document's called the gospels or actually te- the gospel according to the gospel according to the gospel according to St. Matthew, the, go- the gospel according to St. Mark, the gospel according to St. Luke, the gospel according to St. John. <laughs> It's the one gospel told from four different right. complementary perspectives. Right. The gospels don't pick up on the morning of Good Friday. No. They start, well, John starts at the very, very, very right. beginning. from the beginning. It's a very good place to start. Yes. <laughs> Matthew, Mark. Mark picks up at the beginning of the public ministry. Matthew and Luke tell us about the, 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 the birth and so mm-hmm. on. Okay. So the gospels... The fact that these documents tell us not just about Jesus' death on the cross or the death and the resurrection, but they they encompass more of his life that tells us something about the gospel message, mm-hmm. the summary of what it is. It, it it includes all of that. So when we're when we think about what the gospel is, it has to it it has to include what we read in the gospel. So the, the summary, this is the way that I summarize it. Um, what is the core of the gospel? What is the kerygma? Again, that word, the proclamation. It is the saving life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is Lord. Mm-hmm. So the saving life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is Lord. And and we've only got about 10 minutes left, but I just want to um, unpack a little bit, talk about um, those different components. And I just, I don't know, there, there, there wasn't necessarily five of them, but it's the saving life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, who is both Christ, Messiah, and Lord. So when you hear that, does that surprise you in any way? Does that make sense to you? Um, is it maybe not what you would have expected? I mean, kind of the road we've been going down, you're probably like, okay, I see where you're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but would you before have thought of the go- a summary of the gospel as the saving life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, who is both Christ and Lord? Um, probably at least some of that. <laughs> so what part- I probably wouldn't have <clears throat> boiled it down to you know that specifically. That, that. Yeah. what parts of it do you think? Um, maybe you wouldn't have because when I first asked you, what is the gospel? You said the teachings of Jesus. Um, the second time I asked you, you talked about how Jesus, God sent his son to die on the cross for our sins. None of the times that I talked about it, did I mention the resurrection? That's one thing I'm noticing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what else? Anything else in terms of what your grasp of the gospel message was or is in that summary that I just offered? I can't think of anything. Okay. So, but if the bus is coming, please make it go fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no bus right now. No okay. bus right now. You're, you're, you can cross the street. Okay. Um, the saving life, death, resurrection, Jesus mm-hmm. was both Christ and Lord. What does it mean to say that Jesus saves us? Uh, he, I, I guess there's a bus coming. Yeah, he, there it is. Uh, well, he saved us from our sin. Right. So saved us from ourselves. In a, I always see it that way, but. Maybe that's too cynical. What else did he save us from? <laughs> uh, death. And? Uh, who else? To help you out there. Who else? Who did he save us from? I don't know what you're referring to. Any, any bad, big baddies? <laughs> Bill's pointing down. <laughs> right. I don't think he means Catholic Family Services. What did no. you say? <laughs> Actually, it's HR below us. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think it's probably the devil. Probably. Then, so, 
Uh, Jesus came to save us from sin, death, and the devil. Okay. Um, and our flesh sometimes, so my own sinfulness. Yes. What did he come to save us for? Uh, eternal life with him. What does that mean? It's so hard to <laughs> bus. <laughs> that is, you know, you say it and you're like, oh, yeah, I get that. But I think that's just so hard for humans to wrap their minds around but I mean, going to heaven. I mean, in in a nutshell, going to heaven and and seeing the beatific vision and getting What's to spend the beatific your time vision. Uh, seeing God as He is. Okay, why is that good? Because we don't get to now, and we really wanna. What? <laughs> I'm being the, I'm totally me. being Go the audience me. here. Go with me here. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. Let me. Let me. So. So. What's heaven? What's, like. Like. Throwing some things out there. So. What's heaven? That's the place where you go if you are holy or you've been cleansed in purgatory enough. <laughs> so we've been saved for heaven. Yes. So that matters to my life today. How? Uh, well, I don't want to go to the other place. <laughs> no, no, no. I, okay. I, I hear where you. you're going. <laughs> I'm going to, I, I'll just take care of things before I die. For now, yeah. I'm just going to live my life. But, but, okay. The problem with that is you don't know when you're going to die. Fair. It could be five minutes from okay. now. So, 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 my your faith has nothing to do with your life today. It's just about pie in the sky when you die. No. Oh. Okay. So I don't. I don't know what you're at. You're lost to be here. I mean, I know what you're asking. What you're saying there, but we are saved for eternal life. Mm-hmm. But eternal life. What is the eternal life? It's not just life with God, the way that the way that um, you know friends can live life together. Spouses, you and I are both married. Mm-hmm. Um, we can live life together, but eternal life is not just with God; it's lived in God. Um, and it doesn't begin when we die; it begins when we're baptized. Okay. We are saved for divine filiation. Okay. Divine sonship. So you and I, by our baptism, and then by a life of hopefully grow increasing holiness, become and grow as sons and daughters of God. So we just... Um, this is why you're in that chair, and I'm in this chair. <laughs> so we just, uh, just over a month ago, um, as folks are listening to this, we just celebrated Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 the Catechism of the Catholic Church, the summary really of Scripture, the Church's authoritative interpretation of what we know from what God has revealed to us in the Bible. In the Catechism, um, it, it's it's not the Catechism is not a Q and A format, but, but there are some times where it says. Why did this happen? Mm-hmm. And one of them is, why did the word become flesh? And then the catechism okay. gives four reasons. And the fourth reason, um, it first quotes Second Peter. The word became flesh so that we might become partakers in the divine mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. What the heck does that mean, St. Peter? <laughs> English, to, please. <laughs> to be a partaker of the divine nature means to share in God's nature. Partake, to share okay. in the divine nature, God's way of being. When we're baptized, God gives us His His life, mm-hmm. um, and we, and and then when we're confirmed, when we get married, and when we live uh, a holy marriage, when we go to confession, when we receive our Lord in the Eucharist, when we're anointed uh, for those who are ordained, when they're ordained, um, I think I covered all the sacraments. Um, when we receive <laughs> Jesus in Holy Communion, I think I said that mm-hmm. we 
receive more and more of, God, of God's own life. And we become more and more an adopted son or daughter of our Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. Too many times we hear that and we just think that that's a metaphor. Right. And I was just going to say, some people, if they... If they're very new to the faith or some might even hear that as heretical. Right. Perhaps. Right. right. But in fact, it's in it's 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 in scripture mm-hmm. and it's what the church we are we are sons in the son. So sons and daughters in the so lowercase s, lowercase d, in the capital S son. Mm-hmm. In Jesus Christ, we share, St. Peter tells us, and it's not just St. Peter, but other places too, we share in God's own being. Mm-hmm. His life. So to be a to be a child means to be like your parent. Mm-hmm. Yep. When we say we're children of God, that's meant literally, not metaphorically. Okay. So in the Catechism, uh, it's paragraph four sixty. When it when it goes on to 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 explain what it means to be partakers of the divine nature, it gives quotes from three saints. Uh, all brilliant theologians, holy men, canonized saints, St. Irenaeus, St. Athanasius, and St. Thomas Aquinas. All three quotes are variations of this sort of compact statement. God became man so that man might become God. And that's a hard thing to imagine. You're like, like, (gasps) wait, what? God didn't become man so that we might be on harps and float on clouds. We don't become angels. We don't become angels to chum it up with each other in heaven (laughs) or with God in heaven or with the angels. God became man so that we might share in his life so so deeply that these very brilliant men, um, all saints, no heretics, Mm -hmm. said God became man so that man might become God or gods. Now we don't literally become God, right. like like we're not adding to the Trinity by the billions. Right. <laughs> um, we don't we don't um, we don't have powers to create from heaven. correct, <laughs> but we're like our dad, right? So you you and I um, we share in our fathers like our human father's nature. Mm-hmm. We're human beings like our earthly dads who mm-hmm. are also human, but we're also not metaphorically but literally children of God. Of, of the father who is God. Mm-hmm. And as such, we share in his life. We share. So he is God, the God, and we are God like. Right. And that's not just when we die. It began when we, we were baptized, were baptized. Okay. and through our life of prayer and, and participation in the sacraments and drawing closer to God through our knowledge of him and our study, we become more and more, we become what in a sense we already are, mm-hmm. but it matures, it blossoms, mm-hmm. it grows so that ultimately when we are in heaven with him, we are seen um, as glorified like Jesus was in the cross, like Mary has been in all Mm-hmm. multiple of our apparitions. Mm-hmm. So the gospel of Jesus Christ, and all we did there is touch on saving life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is both Messiah and Lord. And there's so much more we could say, but I really want to emphasize that reality of what it means to be saved. Yeah. Make yeah. sense? It really is good news. It, it really is good <laughs> news. Amen. And that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Um, if you have questions about this episode, if you want to dive in more, feel free to email us. And the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. You can also let us know any ideas for future episodes. And until next time, may God bless you.